Welcome to the Driven Woman Podcast, where we're on a mission to empower women with the mindset, tools, and strategies so that they can lead powerfully and authentically in order to make a massive impact on this world. I'm your host, Sophia Bryan. Hi, everyone. Good day to you. How are you all doing? It's a new month and I am so excited to embark on this new journey with you called 21 Days to Self-Mastery. Yes, (laughs) new month. (laughs) So it is month five of 2020 and we are here uh, in spite of the circumstances that are affecting us right now that we have absolutely no control over, uh, we are here. And um, we have an opportunity to make the best of this time as much as possible. So for those of you who uh, you aren't familiar with me, this is the first time that you're catching one of my live trainings on social media, or this may be the first time that you are listening to my podcast. My name is Sophia Bryan. I am a leadership and business development strategist. And what that means is that I offer support to business owners, entrepreneurs, and persons who are career-driven I support them with their growth and development around, whether it be strategy for the development in their business, increasing more sales, building their cash flow, establishing what their signature offer is in their business. And I also offer personal coaching for leaders who are interested in doing the necessary work to get themselves to the next level in their field. And so I do a thorough assessment of what their skills and assets are, and then we devise a plan of action to get there. And I hold their hand to an extent and offer accountability with the execution of that plan. So you you read right, 21 days. So this means that I'll be going live with you for 21 days and I'll also be uploading the recording as a podcast episode on the Driven Woman podcast. So for those of you who are who are regular listeners of the podcast but you aren't following me on Facebook or any social media platform yet, you also have an opportunity to be a part of this process. All right, so let's get into it. Um, 21 days of self-mastery. And you must have heard the word mastery at some point or another. And so before I get into it, I'm going to offer to you a definition of the word. So according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, Mastery is possession or display of great skill or technique uh, or skill or knowledge that makes one master of a subject. Yes, uh, synonyms of the word mastery uh, include dominion, superiority, uh, ascendancy, command. Uh, All very strong words, yes? Yes. 
and what sparked this uh, decision to have a theme of trainings around the idea of mastery is um, my own personal desire to be more disciplined. We are, many of us are still in quarantine. I know that there are some states in the United States of America that have pretty much allowed you know, residents to go outside. People aren't necessarily required to wear masks or anything like that. Uh, but, my, so my, but many of us are still quarantined. And so we have, we have a lot of time on our hands. And in Jamaica, we have a saying, the devil finds works for idle hands. Sometimes I, I do understand that uh, there's a lot of anxiety that may be coming with this time. There's a lot of fear around this whole season, you know, Persons are contemplating what's next, you know, what's going to happen with my business, what's going to happen with my career, are they about to put me on redundancy, so many things are floating around in the minds of persons, right? And, and so we have a lot of time on our hands. I believe that if we do not take a decision, yes, make the decision that I am going to be the master of myself and my circumstances as much as, you know, the, what I am able to control. I'm going to master that. I'm going to take command of that. I'm going to, you know, hold reins because I have the ability to control myself, how I react to things and the circumstances that are around me, right, within my direct control. And, and so that's what sparked the whole idea of mastery, you know. So if we're able to master ourselves, our feelings, our emotions, do the necessary work to, to deal with those things, then I'm of the view that we'll come out of this situation uh, better and we'll also be in a position to command any subject area of our choosing. And so we're going to be speaking about life, you know, um, there's a, a, a life gener in general, personal development, and we're also going to be speaking about business and our career paths. So I am going to be um, sharing things, tools and strategies around coping in this time, but I'm also going to be focusing on different areas of business, uh, soft skills, and I'm also going to be speaking about different things or different challenges that may arise in the corporate space when we do get back outside. <laughs> or but for even those of us who are working remotely, there are circumstances that we have to contend with. And so I'm going to be addressing those things. Um, I did a Facebook poll some time back asking persons what were some of the, the issues um, that they're encountering. And so those things have given me a great deal of ideas about some of the issues that we can discuss and how we can achieve mastery. You know, what steps we can take to achieve mastery. Uh, how to implement, you know, that level of discipline that's required to be the master of ourselves, right? And our circumstances. 
So that's what sparked this whole um, ideas for the series. And for me personally, taking the decision to come on here every single day. <laughs> oh my God. Every single day for the next 21 days, there are some things that I also want to uh, become more disciplined in. So for example, I'm really surprised about how much I've gotten done today so far. So I got up at 6. Uh, I woke at 6, got up at 6.30. I went for an hour walk. Uh, I came back. I did a bit of tidying in my yard. Uh, you know, raked up the leaves, um, put things, garbage that needed to go in bags, put those in bags, did some laundry, and then uh, made the time to get ready to come on here. And I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> look at me. And one of the personal things that I want to be disciplined about is my health. And so, so yeah, I'm, I'm putting it out there. Um, so my intention is to to do to take make the time every day to go for my walks. Um, because physical health, mental health, health overall is very important to me. And so I want to prioritize that. So, so that's one of the things I want, I really want to, to be disciplined about. And so having that routine for me personally, um, exercise, tea, coming on here, you know, fleshing out the rest of my agenda for the day, interacting with clients, interacting with prospects, maybe having to go on the road to a government agency or something like that to conduct a transaction. Yes, so I, I want to be disciplined. And so we're in this together. So I'm teaching, I'm sharing, and I'm also, this is also a means for me to hold myself accountable as well. And and so I'm I'm pretty I'm excited. I'm looking forward to what the next 21 days will unfold. Interestingly, prior to the start of 2020, my month, this month in particular, was pretty much laid out, mapped out, and the months thereafter were pretty much mapped out, and things have just gone away. What I was supposed to be doing in May, I am not doing in May, due to no fault of my own, and so... As a leader, it's important for us to, to be able to pivot and to, to make the best use of our time, right? So let's get into it. So today, we are going to be speaking about mindsets and limiting beliefs that we need to conquer. And I think it's important to start on this note because... In order to master self, there needs to be a decision taken to do just that. And there also needs to be a decision to work out the different kings, the different things that affect our mind that may prevent us from performing at the level that we're supposed to perform at. Yes. And so this is some of the points that I'm going to be sharing. These are uh, snippets from one of my trainings. So I decided that it was, you know, this would be a good time to share some of these pointers. Right. So if you are so inclined, you may uh, take something to jot down some notes on and getting, you know, so that whatever I'm sharing with you now can marinate in your mind and you can retain it and review the notes. 
So my email is there. If you want to join my email list, I'm going to do a recap uh, daily of what we spoke about. I'm going to be, you know, uploading the podcast and then sharing the link to that. And so you can email me at Sophia at SophiaBryan.com. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one as a coach, uh, you can reach out to me via email as well. And I can share relevant information with you about how to secure a spot on my calendar and things around fees and that nature. All right, so let's get into it. (laughs) Church announcements are out of the way, (laughs) right? Number one, uh, in order to master self, it's important for you to address imposter syndrome. And I've done several talks already around the whole issue of imposter syndrome. And I'm I'm not necessarily going to get too deep into it because it's something that can get very, very deep and you can get into the weeds of it. Uh, But what I will say is that imposter syndrome is this idea that you are not deserving of recognition or praise or success. You are not deserving of it because you either you're not qualified enough as much as you thought you were, you are not as skilled as you, as that award would have indicated that you are. You're, you just, there's this feeling that you are not deserving, that you're being an imposter, you're being fake because there is no possible way that you, the you that you know, is capable of achieving these things and are capable of receiving this level of recognition, right? So that's what imposter syndrome is about. And it's important, I think, if you're experiencing a particular thing, it's important for you to be able to name it because now that you know what imposter syndrome is, you recognize now that, okay, I clearly am not the only person that has suffered from this sort of experience because scientists <laughs> have spent the time to actually name what this feeling is or what this experience is. And so many other, many other high-achieving persons go through what is imposter syndrome? Um, and they too have to work around dealing with what imposter syndrome is. So one of the ways that I've been able to counter feeling as though I'm undeserving of something or I'm not deserving of praise or recognition or accolades, I go back to, well, I, I get quiet Once I realize that I'm entertaining a feeling of, you know, as though I'm not worthy of something or I'm not worthy to achieve a particular thing, I sort of get quiet because sometimes the thoughts can dominate your mind and then you're like, okay, this needs to stop. What do I need to do, right? So one of the things I do, um, I remind myself of the fact that I'm valuable by by virtue of the fact that I'm a human being. I'm a child of the universe. I've been created and shaped in the image and likeness of God. And there's value in me because of that. Right? You know, uh, there are so many things that are unique about me. My fingerprint, uh, the sound of my voice, 
uh, my retina, their, you know, the amount of hairs on my head, all of those things um, are an indication that I am valued um, and that I'm a valuable person. You know, care was taken into the design of me as a human being. So I think about that. So that's base level. You're a human being. You deserve to have good experiences. One. So that's the baseline. I don't have any control of, of, over that, right? And then I consider the fact that, okay, you would have made certain types of sacrifices, uh, whether it be going to school, uh, whether it be studying, uh, you know, burning the midnight oil, as they say, whether it be um, taking the time to read books, uh, taking the time to study areas that many other persons would not have taken the time to do, you know, whether it's taking the time to under, have an understanding of how things work and then going out and executing. I think about those things. I think about how much effort I would have put into a particular craft or a particular thing to have received the level of recognition that I would have achieved. I think about it and um, I say to myself, if I was willing to put in this amount of work and make this level of sacrifice that many persons are unwilling to do, I have set myself apart. I have set myself apart and it therefore means that I do not need to feel as though I'm a fake. <laughs> even if my background or my beginnings are very humble, even, even if there's no privilege, um, you know, being born in any sense of privilege, it doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that I'm not deserving. And so I, I go through, take these steps and I remind myself of how much work and how much uh, time and effort that I put into everything that I do. And so that alleviates the feeling of being an imposter. I'm not going to be hypocritical and say it's always easy to get over that feeling, especially when you may at times be surrounded by persons who don't necessarily... Uh, how do you say, you know, they, they don't see the hard work, they don't appreciate the hard work, or they don't, you know, they don't know the process behind the success. And um, sometimes the process that you have to go through to achieve the success, it is seen as not valuable. It is seen as like a waste of time. You know what I mean? Uh, so let me know if you can relate to what I'm saying. Right? So... These circumstances sometimes may make it that much more difficult to get yourself out of that mindset. Uh, but it, you know, if you practice, if you continue to do these things, if you continue to remind yourself of what makes you unique, separate and apart from every single human being, it helps. If you keep doing, keep doing it whenever the feeling um, pops up, uh, after a while I think it may become less and less until you get to that next big level and then you have to um again go through the process of okay i'm at another level now of success and 
why am I here again? <laughs> so it, it doesn't, it, it, it gets easier sometimes, um, but then you get to another level. So one, you need to deal with imposter syndrome, know what it is, name it and shame it, know what it is and um, deal with it, right? Your feelings of inferiority, any feeling of inferiority needs to be trumped by your why. And what's your why? So your why is that thing that motivates you that rationale for you doing what you do daily, what gets you going, what causes you to wake up in the morning, that cause that you are so passionate about, uh, that you feel the need to do something about, your why. Why am I here? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And so that desire to achieve that why or to actualize that why, or to, to take steps towards that why, needs to be so great that any feeling that you may have that you are not capable or that you are inferior in some way, it, it is diminished by virtue of the fact that you are so caught up, you are so determined to realize your ultimate why. Yes? And uh, for me personally, so my why, you know, there's different layers. There are several layers to it. And I feel too that your why evolves over time as you become master of self. If you, as, um, after you, you master certain levels or certain levels of comprehension, your why evolves and um you get a better appreciation of what is important to you and the role that you want to play in this massive grand world that we are in. So for me, uh, my why has a lot to do with family, wanting to see my family, you know, proud of me. I want my family to feel proud of me. And I want... I want the sacrifices that my mother would have made, that my sister would have made. It's important for me that those sacrifices don't go in vain. Very important for me. And it's important for me that I am a part of that legacy where their name is concerned. I want people to say, oh, that's Josephine's daughter. Or I want people to say that's Denise's sister. Um, that's very important to me. That's very, very important to me. And another thing that's very, very important to me is to let people know that people that are from the circumstances that I am from uh, are capable of doing really, really great things in this world, uh, being an example to those people. Um, that's very, very important to me. That's a big part of my why. Uh, we, in Jamaica, there's a lot of classism. And I mean, I guess every society, to agree, you know, to an extent, some extent or the other. There's a lot of classism. And um, there is this natural inclination for persons to shut you out on the basis of where you're from. 
And it's important for me to communicate to the world that where I am from has not hindered my ability to make a massive impact on the world and to impact lives. So that's very important for me. So if ever I feel as though I am not the one to do what I've determined that I want to do, I go back to my why. I go back to why am I here again? Why did I sign up for this again? Why am I going through this long process of development? Why, 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 what is this for? I have to go back to, to the why again. And um, that gets me out of any feelings that I may have of discouragement, of inferiority, or of feeling as though I'm not good enough. Because trust and believe, this world will remind you of those things. But then one day, you get to a stage where you are so confident, you are so aware of yourself, that you know that you are the one to do what you said that you're going to do. You know that you are the person to help change lives, and you know that you are the person to make things happen. And... If you, you know, you drop off, you know, you drop off the wagon a little bit in the sense that, um, you know, you stop, you stop acting in alignment with that. You quickly snap out of it and you quickly get back on form because your why is so big. So number one, understand. Hi, good morning. <laughs> Blessings to you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you. Uh, so one, we talk, we talk about understanding imposter syndrome, naming it and shaming it, dealing with it. And I shared with you some mechanisms through which I overcome it. Two, I, we've spoken about why your why should trump any feelings of inferiority that you may have. And the next thing that we're going to discuss is the fact that life is not a race. And so you cannot leave anyone behind. Life is not a race, so it's impossible for you to leave anyone behind, right? We're not in a race. We're not running towards a finish line per se. We are setting goals. We are um, actualizing those goals. And then we are setting new goals for ourselves. And every single human being goes through some form of that. One goal is set, you crush that goal, then you move to another goal. So there is no finish line per se, right? And so it means that you can't leave anyone behind because everyone is doing their own thing. Everyone is setting their own goals. And I know, I mean, it's... It's easy for me to say life is not a race, so you can't leave anyone behind because it's easy to say, but I am aware of the fact that sometimes there is this feeling that if we pursue our goals and our dreams, then other persons are going to be left out of our lives and they're going to be left behind. We're going to leave them. I'm very much aware of that fact, but the reality is we all have a path and if you allow yourself to be to to hold yourself back, right, because of others, because of family, because of friends, I personally think there is a level of 
There's also a level of selfishness in that. A sort of self-centeredness because you have somehow convinced yourself that if you pursue your dreams, that someone else is going to be incapable of pursuing their dreams. You know, when you look at it like that, you're like, hmm, am I really leaving anyone behind? When you look at it that way. So life is not a race. You cannot leave anyone behind. We're all going at our own pace. An example. The other day I was having a conversation with my niece. We were speaking about the fact that we can't wait to jump on another flight. <laughs> ASAP, right? We, we're, we're, we're itching to, to travel right now. Under normal circumstances, we would have probably taken a trip outside of the country by now. And I was contemplating how much of, it is a privilege, you know, wherever you are around the world, traveling is, you know, there's, there's a, a bit of privilege where that is concerned, being able to do that. And so I'm very much aware of that. So I love to travel. I love to, to experience different countries. I mean, I don't like the part of travel that involves going on a plane. <laughs> I wish I could just snap my fingers and I'm where I want to go. So I don't enjoy the, the commute, the logistics of travel, right? But I love experiencing new places. And, you know, we were laughing about saying that we really want to go somewhere where, you know, as soon as this whole thing blows over, we are going somewhere. Interestingly, so I'm, I'm a little bit older than my niece and I'm more of the academically inclined person. She's more of the on the go, you know, experience life, do all the scary stuff. She's more on that side and I'm more of the more academically inclined person. You know, I'm the one to go that one decided to go to college and all of that. So my niece actually started traveling long before I did, way, way before I did. The first time she traveled, was it was work-related. She spent a lot of time traveling before I ever traveled. What if my niece decided that she wasn't going to take up the opportunity to travel because she felt as though she was going to leave people behind? Do you know how ridiculous that would be? Imagine if she said, oh, no, I don't want anyone in my family to feel bad because they haven't had the opportunity to travel, so I'm not going to travel. I'm going to stay in Jamaica. I'm not going to pursue this opportunity because I don't want to leave anyone behind. Can you imagine if she had that mindset? And then a few years after she started traveling, I got the opportunity to travel, and I pretty much just <laughs> I haven't stopped so my point is, I hope this um, example really brought it home for you, that you can't really leave anyone behind because we're all on a journey. We're all um, having separate experiences and we all have the capabilities of, you know, having those experiences. And so you can't allow the fear of leaving persons behind to prevent you from pursuing your goals and your aspirations. You simply cannot, right? 
So that's where I'll end on that point. So we've spoken about dealing with imposter syndrome. We've spoken about the fact that your why, your motivation needs to trump any feeling of inferiority. And you need to have an understanding that life is not a race and therefore you cannot leave anyone behind. Why are these three areas so important where mastery is concerned? These three key things I believe are important before we get into any other tools and strategies, you know, what to do with your business, how you make more sales, how you get more clients, um, how to climb the corporate ladder. It's important to address these areas because we literally are able to self-sabotage and prevent our efforts to achieve mastery if we don't deal with these issues, these potential limiting beliefs, and these potential things that will prevent us from living our best lives and pursuing our dreams to the best of our ability. So it's day one of 21 days to self-mastery. So get your mind right. Ponder on what I've shared with you today. Share your comments. You're welcome to email me whatever feedback you may have. Of course, the podcast will be on iTunes. And so you are free to leave a review there as well. Uh, So yes, and of course, if you are interested in working with me as your coach, whether it be in your business or whether it be in your career, you can send me an email and we can have a conversation about what that could look like. Yes, so it's been a pleasure. I'm excited about the month of May. New possibilities, new energy, you know, taking the bull by the horn, so to speak, and not allowing a pandemic to steal our joy, to steal our opportunity to grow. We're going to make the most of this. We're going to master ourselves and our circumstances. We're going to be great and we're going to get out of this on the other side, being a lot better than we are now. Yes. So that's it from me for today. Uh, This was quite good and I'm looking forward to the remaining 21 days. (laughs) Pray for me all because I'm not a morning person and so I'm pretty much forcing myself to be a morning person. I'm forcing myself so we're, we're, we're developing together here. <laughs> All right, bye, signing out officially. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Driven Woman podcast. Let's keep the conversation going over Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash Driven Woman podcast. If you loved this episode, and I know you did, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. This allows more people to get access to the show and the quality conversations that we have over here, right? Can you do that? I'm counting on you. And until next time, stay driven.